This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 45 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be diving into how to grow your list with live broadcasting. Now, before we dive into that, I kind of want to give you the basis for where this episode is coming from. Over the last couple of weeks on the podcast, I have been talking about live broadcasting. We've gone through every strategy you could possibly imagine. And I've given you the structure, which is so important for your Facebook lives. But I keep kind of giving you the idea that there has to be more behind doing a live broadcast than just doing it or to just increase your Facebook reach. Now, the reason that there's a story behind this is because I had a conversation earlier last week with Holly Homer of Quirky Mama. And we were talking about the idea of working with brands for sponsored content. Now, for many of you, you probably know that last week I ran a Pitch Perfect Live, a free training. That training is over, but you can register for a masterclass, which I am hosting this Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to register for that. But the conversation was about sponsored posts. Now, if you're familiar with Holly, she has Quirky Mama Facebook page, which has over a million followers on Facebook and is continuing to grow, has great reach, engagement, all of this. Now, in 2016, Holly was quoted as Quirky Mama looking to not have to do any sponsored work because they were just going to be able to use their ad revenue because of the page views that were coming from Facebook. Now, let's go ahead to a year later in 2017. She is now quoted as saying that Quirky Mama is looking to take on more sponsored work. And that is because Facebook is not driving the traffic that they used to drive. There are so many algorithm changes that happen, that if you solely rely on page views to drive traffic to your site and to have those page views, it's not going to amount to the income that you are looking for. So a lot of you probably have heard me talking about sponsored posts. There are tons of episodes on the podcast about how to attract your dream sponsors. And I firmly believe that sponsored work can be the most consistent form of income that you can have. So now a lot of you are probably sitting back and saying, well, wait a second, Jenny, you're talking about live broadcasting in this episode, how it's going to grow my list. And you just in the same breath told me that Facebook's algorithm is killing reach. Well, that's true. Well, here's the thing though. Right now, Facebook is pushing out live broadcasting. You have to figure out what works for your audience. Some people are finding that doing a 30-minute cooking segment 
isn't quite working for their audience. So you have to find different ways that it could work better for you. So for example, if you're normally doing a 30-minute meal for them on Facebook Live, you might be finding that you're losing your audience. So you got to find a way to quicken it up. Have Do a piece of the recipe with them, but then walk them through what it will look like and have a finished product for them to be able to see. You have to test this. It's clearly a new outlet for us to be able to use. So we have to find what works best for our audience and tweak it so that we can learn. Because I'm telling you right now, I just had another contract signed with a brand. They are looking for Facebook Lives and they are willing to pay for it because they see the reach and an engagement that comes with it. So Let's talk about why I am stressing the fact that you need to be building your list when you're doing your Facebook Lives and not looking to just increase your reach or increase your page views because that's not what it needs to be about. The biggest thing is the Facebook algorithm. Just because right now it is pushing out that live broadcast and you're excited and you're increasing your reach does not mean that next week they're not going to go and change it. They could turn around and stop pushing out the live broadcast and increasing that reach that you were so hoping for because you were looking to get the page views. So what you need to be doing right now is thinking about how your list is always yours. It's always yours. No one else owns it. Facebook owns Facebook and Instagram at this point. Pinterest is making algorithm changes. Bloggers and influencers are seeing their engagement and their reach, which of course then results in page views getting cut in half because of these algorithm changes. But If you had a list that you were building and creating an engaging environment for them to want to respond back to you and get emails in their inbox from you, you will always have that. And you can use that to drive traffic and to sell products. So you have to really start having that shift in your mind as far as trying to grow your list rather than always trying to chase those page views and your reach. One of the things with live broadcasting, the reason that I love it is because it gives me an opportunity to get in front of my audience. My audience needs to know who I am. There are so many blogs out there now, guys. And in the training that I've been doing this past week, I have been talking a lot about your voice and making sure that you know who it is that you're talking to. And the reason for that is because you want to attract those who your content is geared towards, but you want to repel some of the people that your content isn't for. And there's nothing wrong with that. You want engagement. You want people to seek your content and always want it in their inbox. So with live broadcasting, you have the opportunity to do that. They can see your mannerisms. They can understand your sarcasm or how you interact with your kids. I cannot tell you how many times I have people that will comment on the Melrose family when I'm doing a live broadcast with Avery that they will comment on my parenting. They're not necessarily worrying about the recipe or the project that we're creating. They're interested in how am I parenting? How am I parenting live and staying patient and still interacting with her? It's because you just, they want the reality. They want to see who you are and whether or not 
they like you. I'm sorry. It comes down to that. They really do. They want to know if you're the type of person that they would want to be friends with. Because if you are, that's when they let you into your inbox. That's where you want to be. I cannot stress that enough. If you are someone that is selling products, that is the type of relationship that you want to have. So whether you have a cookbook or if you have a package of printables that you are looking to sell to your audience, to get on Facebook Live, it gives, it speeds up the process. Something I need you all to understand is that when it comes to sales, people have to have interaction with your content on that specific topic seven times before they are willing to purchase. Seven times. when And that's just via email or a social media post or something that they read on your blog. When you bring in live broadcasting, it speeds up that process. Because instead of trying to understand who you are through your writing, they can see it in their interaction with you via live broadcasting. They have an opportunity to engage with you, ask you questions, and interact. And they see who you are. We need to not be afraid of that. Because a lot of us, I know I had this conversation with Trish Forant recently of the North Carolina Blogger Network. And she said to me, we got on to, you know, going online and being able to do this business because we didn't want to be seen. It was easier to get behind our computers and just work in our pajamas. But that's not the day and age we live in. There's just so much content out there for people to consume that you have to find a way to set yourself apart. And the way in which you can do that is live broadcasting. So let's talk a little bit about how you can actually build your list because I'm sure a lot of you are listening saying, yes, that totally makes sense. I'm seeing my page views get caught in half. Teach me the why. Well, here's what we're, where we're going to start. In order to be able to build your list, you have to have a lead magnet. And I want to take a second and make sure that you understand what I mean by a lead magnet. A lead magnet is a quality freebie that you are giving your audience in exchange for their email address. And it has to be quality. It can't just be the same old ebook that people are giving away for free. It has to give them more. One of the students of my membership site, Deborah from Bull Me Over, recently just put together a lead magnet that is absolutely gorgeous. And it consists of quality content. It is an autumn mini cookbook that also includes the shopping list and measurements to be able to change so that if you want to cook it for two people or if you wanted to cook it for eight, she gives you a conversion chart in order to be able to do that easily. Plus, she is also giving you autumn recipes that are included in that. Now, what she is able to do with that quality lead magnet is that if she does a segment on with live broadcasting where she is cooking a recipe, it doesn't need to be a recipe from the cookbook. It can be an autumn recipe that maybe uses seasonal vegetables. She is known for her soups. So if she gets on and she cooks a recipe She can then say to her audience, if you're loving this recipe or you're loving our soup recipes, be sure that you grab your mini autumn mini cookbook that is up in the description. That's how you're going to be able to get people to get onto your list. You're talking about it 
during your live segment. When I talked about the structure of a Facebook Live, I told you that you have to have a call to action, one call to action. And I tried to stress at that time that it should be to your lead magnet, but I didn't put quite enough emphasis on it, I feel. So I felt there needed to be a podcast episode solely about building your list. So you're going to reference this lead magnet at least twice, if not three times while you are live. And you're going to tell them straight up, tell them, be sure to download your free whatever it is. Now your content, obviously that you're, when you're doing your live broadcast, your content has to be relevant to your lead magnet. So the example that I gave you of Deborah with her mini autumn cookbook makes sense if she's creating another recipe that is relevant for autumn using seasonal autumn um, vegetables and ingredients. But it wouldn't be relevant if she turned around and she was trying to do a spring recipe six months from now, right? Then she's going to need a different lead magnet up in the top. So you always have to make sure that the content that you're giving away for free connects to the content that you're giving through the live broadcast. Now, I talked a little bit about incorporating it into the description. You always want to make sure that you give them a call to action up in the description. Some people have said to me, well, why don't you wait? You know, why can't I just put it in the comments afterwards? Well, you can, but you want them to be able to click on it while you're live, while you are right there with them, almost holding them accountable to do it. So if it's in the description, they have the opportunity to do that. Plus, you also have to keep in mind that if it gets shared and it was in the comments, it's not going with it unless they click through to the original post, which a lot of people will not do. So you always want to make sure that you put it up in the description. Now, one of the things that works really well is if you could do a series of live broadcasts that are around that lead magnet or freebie. So for example, with Deborah, with her autumn recipes, that would be a series that would make sense for her to do. Maybe she's going to run a six-week series and every week she's going to get on and she's going to use a new seasonal autumn vegetable that she can incorporate into a meal. That's when she's going to be able to say every single time, be sure that you get my freebie. Now, Morgan, who I often have talked about this past couple of weeks because she has dove into um, live broadcasting so much over the last couple of weeks. But from um, Morgan from Morgan Manages Mommyhood, she did a Facebook Live series on creating cute Halloween snacks. Now, her reasoning behind this was she was getting a ton of traffic coming to a particular Halloween post from last year. And she was very strategic in the way that she created a lead magnet. She noticed back in August when she was in my summer mastermind program, that the traffic to her chicken boodle soup was already starting to pick up and it was August. And it's clearly a Halloween recipe. So she strategically created a lead magnet for Halloween treats that would be easy to make, super cute, but done in a matter of minutes. Because that's Morgan's thing. She's a millennial. She wants things quick, easy, and not crazy. So with that in mind, She then turned around and created a Halloween series where she was able to do more 
cute treats for Halloween that only took a matter of minutes. And in her description, she always drove them back to downloading her free ebook that walked you through these 10 adorable Halloween snacks. There was a connection. It made sense. Now, the next piece that I kind of mentioned in the beginning of this is that if you're looking to sell a product, live broadcasting makes sense. Well, Morgan, with that in mind, created a product that connected to those cute Halloween snacks that she was then able to do a launch a pre-sale launch of her new ebook that's coming out where you get over 2,000 combinations of lunch ideas. And it's a product that isn't seasonal, but it made sense because you're talking about creating cute Halloween snacks. And then she was able to turn it and create these lunch ideas where it was a simple connection to be able to see how they were 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 related. And also, it's the same audience. Those moms that are going to take the time to create those cute Halloween treats are also going to want to be able to create different lunch ideas for their kids instead of sending them with the same Nutella and yogurt lunch every single day. Yes, guilty as charged. And I also bought Morgan's book because I need those 2000 lunch combinations for my preschooler. So I just wanted to kind of give you an solid example so that you could see how this process really kind of all comes together and you have to make sure that it is connected. You want to, again, just I want to emphasize this for you because if you go back to the episode on the structure of a live broadcast, you will see where I talk about having a call to action. And then that call to action comes relatively early in the live broadcast, and then again at the end. You want to make sure that that call to action is where you're able to drive them to go and download your freebie to grow your list. So I hope this episode really lets you wrap your head around how live broadcasting can help you build your list, because I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to be able to grow that list so that when the algorithms hit you, you have a list to drive traffic then to your site and to be able to say to a brand that you're looking to work with, I have a list of 2,000, but my open rate is 40% and my click rate is 30%. You want to be able to state that because They know how important a list can be for a blogger and even for a brand, for a product. And those sort of statistics are vital to being able to land contracts with them where they place value into your list. All right, guys, I have to tell you that over the past couple of weeks, at the end of each episode, I've been asking you to share the podcast. My downloads have increased so much and I have people literally that will come up to me when I have spoken at conferences that have talked to me as if they know me. And it's because you all are taking the time to share the episode with people that you know could use the information and it could help them move their businesses forward. So I wanted to take the time to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. My goal with the podcast is to reach as many influencers and bloggers as I possibly can so that they don't feel lost and they can continue to move forward. So I appreciate that you are sharing it. 
please make sure to follow us, download us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we love it when you guys leave reviews. It helps so much. And every testimonial or review that you leave helps to be able to continue with the podcast. And it gives me strength to keep going on when I feel like sometimes I'm talking to myself in my office. So I appreciate you all so much. Make sure that if you are not part of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community, that you request access for that because we tend to continue the conversations that occur on the podcast in live time within the Facebook group. And that way you can ask me any questions that you have. So if there's something on a podcast episode where you're kind of like, not really sure what she's talking about, you can ask me that particular question. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all later.